BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In-depth, what's next for China's COVID vaccine strategy? Published in Caixin Global, November 17th, 2022 by Zhao Jinzhao and Wang Xintong, read for you by Sarah Kudalakos. China's announcement to optimize its COVID strategy on November 11th gave markets reasons to cheer and even led economics professor Liang Jianzhang to predict in a Caixin opinion piece that authorities would consider a full return to its pre-pandemic state. The latest COVID response put forward 20 new guidelines, including ending the circuit breaker mechanism for inbound flights and shortening the quarantine period for overseas travelers. What's key among those measures might be the ramping up of booster vaccinations for the elderly, as experts said boosting immunity against the ever-mutating Omicron variant is a prerequisite to further ease restrictions. The challenges, they noted, are that the community's take-up of first booster doses remains low, and that a search for more effective vaccines is still ongoing. Currently, China relies on homegrown, inactivated vaccines, considered less effective than their foreign rivals. Experts are also still debating whether there should be a wider rollout of booster vaccination. In September, the country approved two COVID-19 vaccines for emergency use as heterologous boosters, vaccines that are different from the ones people use to complete their primary series. Several studies showed that mixing vaccine types can enhance people's immune response. But there are concerns about whether the public will be resistant to something new. Unsatisfactory status. China's booster vaccination campaign is slowing. The country began offering booster shots to residents in the second half of 2021. The booster rate rose to 40.1% in February this year and reached 55% in July. As of October 7th, the booster rate was only 57%, which basically means the drive has stalled in the past few months, Caixin has learned. Meanwhile, the campaign to administer sequential boosters is not going well. It began in February this year, but as of June 27th, only 5% of the more than 760 million Chinese residents who had been boosted had received a heterologous booster, government data showed. Several doctors told Caixin that people tend to get homologous boosters, or vaccines similar to their primary course, due to concerns about the unknown risks associated with using different types of vaccines. Currently, most Chinese people have completed their primary course with two-dose inactivated vaccines made by Sinopharm Group Company Limited or Sinovac Biotech Limited. But Xu Jianqing, director of the Shanghai Institute of Emerging and Re-Emerging Infectious Diseases, said that using inactivated vaccines as homologous boosters may contain risks. He explained that the antibodies produced after primary vaccination may enhance the ability of the virus to enter cells, thus exacerbating symptoms of infection and virus incidence in the population. That opinion is also echoed by the World Health Organization, WHO, which said in January that, 
a vaccination strategy based on repeated booster doses of the original vaccine composition is unlikely to be appropriate or sustainable and suggested limiting the use of this strategy. In October, the National Health Commission held a webinar on the country's booster vaccination campaign. According to a webinar document obtained by Caixin, the commission advised people who had completed their primary course with the inactivated vaccine to get a heterologous booster. The booster can be CanSinoBiologic Inc.'s adenovirus vector vaccine, Anhui Zhifei Longcom Biopharmaceutical Company Limited's recombinant protein vaccine, or Livzon Pharmaceutical Group Inc.'s recombinant protein vaccine, the document said. Xu said the purpose of mixing vaccine types is to complement each other's strengths and achieve better immune protection. While encouraging people to get at least two heterologous boosters, he and other experts have proposed a specific booster regimen suitable for older residents with underlying diseases, namely a protein subunit vaccine plus influenza virus vector-based nasal spray vaccine, according to an article published in the Chinese Journal of Clinical Infectious Diseases. Looking for better vaccines. In early September, Chinese health authorities approved Livzon's recombinant protein vaccine, as well as the world's first inhaled vaccine developed by CanSino for emergency use as boosters. They can be given to those who received two doses of an inactivated vaccine at least six months ago. While some Chinese cities have started administering these boosters based on the original strain of COVID-19, concerns surrounding their safety and efficacy persist. This may hinder local government efforts to combat the ever-mutating Omicron variant as public immunity from previous vaccinations is waning. Jin Dongyan, a professor at the University of Hong Kong, HKU's Department of Biochemistry, told Caixin that the Livzon vaccine contains interferon, which theoretically can enhance the immunogenicity of the recipients but may also cause them to develop some autoimmune diseases. This concern needs to be watched over the long term, Jean said. She said more data are still needed to understand whether the presence of interferon negatively affects the vaccine's broad-spectrum nature, which refers to the ability to protect against future COVID variants. The vaccine, called VO1, is currently in the Phase three clinical stage. Previously, Livzon said that the absolute vaccine efficacy after the VO1 sequential booster was 61.35% which meets the WHO criteria. The company also said in a July study that its booster shot works particularly well for elderly people. Meanwhile, although inhaled vaccines have already been widely expected because of the type's ability to stimulate an additional immune response called mucosal immunity, which has the potential to prevent people from becoming infected, Several experts said the CanSino vaccine's efficacy against COVID variants needs to be further observed due to little available data. Citing examples of foreign-made similar shots, Jean cautioned that while the CanSino vaccine can prevent infection by stimulating mucosal immunity, its effectiveness in inducing systemic immunity may not be ideal. One possible result, he noted, is that people vaccinated with this booster get low levels of neutralizing antibodies, which provide only short-lived protection, leading to repeat vaccinations. Beijing is working to find more effective vaccines and vaccine combinations. Taishin has learned from various sources that the country is conducting a trial to compare the effectiveness and safety of several COVID vaccines when used as first and second boosters for people completing their primary series with inactivated vaccines. 
The trial, which runs from this July through December 2023, aims to provide a basis for developing future booster vaccination strategies, the sources said. Debate on whether to roll out more booster vaccinations. While the country is struggling to persuade more residents to get their first booster shot, a debate has heated up about the need for a second or more rounds of boosters. Citing supportive available data, Gao Fu, former China CDC director, encouraged people to receive more boosters. At a public event in September, he recommended that people get one booster every six months to keep immune cells awake so that they can recognize the virus if it appears. China CDC also noted in a September weekly report that letting people get a well-timed second COVID-19 vaccine booster shot is key to ending the domestic spread of the virus. A study published in February by the first affiliated hospital of Sun Yat-sen University showed that the protection afforded by a booster shot against the original strain and Omicron decreased by 85% and 53% respectively within six months of inoculation. Participants were boosted with an inactivated vaccine developed by Sinopharm's China National Biotech Group. However, some experts like HKU's gene believed that there is no need to provide more boosters to all Chinese people. It's more important for people to complete their primary series and get one booster, while the elderly and chronically ill can go for a second booster, he said. The February study based on Sinopharm's vaccine echoed Gene's suggestion. It found that a second booster does not provide much more protection than the first one. Researchers also found those who had better results after the third vaccination had worse results with the fourth. This suggested people's immune protection against COVID cannot be boosted indefinitely by vaccines, the researchers said. Lin Liang, a senior doctor at the third affiliated hospital of Sun Yat-sen University, told China News Service that whether China needs to make booster vaccination a regular practice depends on the effectiveness of vaccines. He said if a more effective vaccine can be developed in the future so that antibody levels do not drop, there may be no problem in not having booster inoculations. Boosters ramped up globally. Outside of China, Omicron and its subvariants continue to drive up case numbers. Several countries, including Israel, Italy, and South Korea, have begun offering second boosters to certain groups, such as the elderly. In July, Australia decided to allow anyone aged 30 or over to get an additional booster. The difference, though, is that China continues to maintain a strict zero-COVID policy, which has been a boon and a bane to the society. The policy, which requires authorities to stamp out any outbreak as quickly as possible by imposing hardline measures such as lockdowns and quarantine, has kept the country's COVID death toll lower than many countries, but that achievement came at a huge economic and social cost. Lance Rodewald, senior advisor to China CDC, shared the country's unique circumstances at a recent seminar. He said that because 99.7% of Chinese people have never been infected with COVID, the country has to rely on vaccines to help them acquire immunity against the virus. This is a daunting task for a large population country, the Disease Control Center noted in a September weekly report.